This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. He's there. How many he did go- it. Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. That, of course, was the voice of our next guest, Sebastian Salazar, on his daily show, Football Americas. Catch it on ESPN Plus every day during the World Cup before Eastern, and they will be on live right after USA's game on Saturday against the Netherlands. And he's joining us right now, Sebastian Salazar on the GetMyPhoenix.com. Guests on the Phoenix, a revolutionary technology helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. Of course, Sebastian, we got to react and start with yesterday. The United States with a one nothing victory over Iran. Uh, your takeaways from the game, obviously, Pulisic with the goal, and he paid for it a little bit, but it seems like he's going to be okay to play on Saturday. But your takeaways on how they played, how they performed yesterday with the one nothing victory. No. Judged by his Instagram, he was pretty happy after the match. Uh, he went up and said, hey, you know, I will be 100% on Saturday. Then there were some videos from the hotel that came out. And he's got a smile on his face that suggests he's not going to miss the next game. They're calling it a pelvic contusion. That's pretty vague. Uh, I know I don't want one. Uh, so I think that, you know, he's <laughs> in good shape. I think there was some worries that he was maybe um, a little bit banged up because it wasn't just like the hit to the, to the groin area. It was a massive collision. You know, you, you hear me kind of rant and raving about a 30-yard sprint into the Iranian goalie. So it was, it was a big hit. And I think that's the team. You know, they're the youngest team in the World Cup. They were very green coming in, and that concerned. And if you think about everything that happened in the 24 or 48 hours leading into that game against Iran, like there's, there's 40 years of political tension between the two countries but there were a couple of incidents the week of the press conference the day before this game were journalists asking Tyler the captain who's 23 years old Greg Berhalter about like, like naval ships that were around Iran um, inflation country uh, that was uh, a farce basically as far as pre-game press conferences Go the U.S. handle, and they matched the emotion of a rival that was going to be motivated to go up against them. Yet didn't. We're going to try to reconnect. Uh, a very Sebastian. young team. Sebastian, let's try to reconnect. The connection's a little off. We'll reconnect, and we'll get you back up because it was a little hard to hear when I hear everything you have to say there. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, the victory yesterday for the United States was incredible, and now we move on to the round of 16 there. And I'm, I'm very curious to see. And hear what Christian, what um, what Sebastian has to say, Joe, after after the win yesterday. And now moving on to Netherlands, they're I mean they're significant underdogs, right? Netherlands minus two thirty five to get through and win that match. So now we get to yeah. the part where it's like it's it's hard to imagine they keep winning. But 
who knows? I mean, maybe they have, maybe they have found, I think they've played really well the last two games. I mean, I, I thought they played well against England. They just they couldn't put the ball in the net, but I thought they played well in that game. Yeah, if you look at the three-way line, um, it's Netherlands uh, minus 115 to draw, plus 230, U.S. plus 333 over at BetMGM. So uh, kind of viewed as a long shot there uh, coming up on Saturday morning. So I certainly understand. Uh, you understand uh, the thought process there going into, uh, going into Saturday. Sebastian, you back with us? Talking about uh, well, Netherlands, I actually see. Look, go ahead. You're good. Thank. Uh, so Netherlands, USA. I'm seeing it at plus three fifty, right, for the United States to win in ninety minutes. Obviously, that means you're you're a big dog. I actually see it as a good value. This is people will see Netherlands and say, oh, it's a, a global. Style. This is not the team that went to the final in 2010. This is not the team that went to the World Cup semifinals in 2014 and ended up in third place. This is a, a much lower quality Dutch side and a Dutch side that even though they won their group, really didn't impress. They won a group where the A quality team in the group was Qatar, who we actually know was a very poor team. The reason that they're the number one seed in that group is because of the host nation. So Netherlands value, I think for me, is a little inflated, both in terms of what they did in this tournament, who they've actually played, and then based on their kind of historical record. So I actually Love the United States as a dog there uh, as a value. If you're maybe a little scared for 90 minutes, you want the extra cushion of the U.S. to advance either an extra time or penalties. Just the U.S. to advance is plus 180, so uh, there's a good value there. And to the questions about Holistic, I do think that he will play against Netherlands. Uh, that'll obviously be huge for the United States, whether he can or not. He, to me, is the, the option to score. The most goal-dangerous player. I'm seeing him at plus three. Um, another player to watch is Tim Weah at plus 350 to score. That could be a very good value as well. Polisic doesn't play. The, the guy who slides in and who's actually a very good fit and may slide into this lineup anyway, a guy named Brendan Aronson. Netherlands does not want to play this game at a fast pace. The U.S. does. There's not a better player in terms of covering ground and pressing from the front line than Brendan Aronson. He's like that scrappy point guard that's just annoying as hell who's always going to get a steal in a dangerous spot. And that usually plays in the Premier League ends in goals or assists. So he's plus 450. But if for some reason, look at Brendan Aronson as a value to, to get on the score for Dutch. Looks like we're going to try to do the phone with Yeah, Sebastian. we're going we're, we're gonna to try and go to the okay. phone. <laughs> All right, we'll try to get it. I, it listen, <laughs> this, <laughs> this happens. It's live. I, I will say, I have been impressed. I just want to say before we get back, I have been impressed and quite actually shocked the last two or three weeks. We've talked to Sebastian from Qatar with no issues. <laughs> Has, we like knock, has it been amazing? He was walking it's around been, the stadium, it was smooth. Yeah, so I know. Sometimes we were doing some the, regression. Right, I'm on the phone with my wife. She's ten minutes down the street. I can't hear her. Sebastian is in Qatar, right. and we, he's been perfect. So a little issue today, but we'll, we'll get him back up um, on the phone. We got him. On the we, phone. we got him. Okay. All right, Sebastian. Uh, Joe, go ahead. What were you going to ask, Sebastian? Uh, no, Sebastian, just wanted uh, to say thanks. When we were talking about our bets yesterday, 
yesterday morning on the show. It was something that you kept talking about with Pulisic. Uh, it was just ringing in my head, and it, it felt like this was the time, and it, and it did happen. Anytime goal score was plus 230, first goal of the game was plus 700. Uh, so, so that was a good day for us. And, yeah, is, you know, talking about how, how you think that there could be an opportunity on Saturday uh, for the U.S. Uh, to advance Certainly, certainly very interesting. Is, is this, have they accomplished what they'd hoped? Like just big picture wise and what it could mean for the country and, and the future of soccer here. Um, I mean, if they advance once more, it's going to be something that people talk about for a long period of time. And it's going to bring in a, a lot of younger fans into the sport. And if you think that's possible, could you say big picture what you think that would mean for the nation and the sport? Yeah, so I'll put it this way, right? For this U.S. team, the line between abject failure and a solid success is getting out of the group, right? And and the fine margins were illustrated last night in that Iran game. If Iran scores a goal late and draws and the U.S. goes out, this tournament is a disaster. It's a failure because you had the golden generation, supposedly, right? This incredible group of young players who are playing all over the world in the biggest clubs, who every American kid knows in a way that they didn't know the 2010 team, they didn't know the 2002 team, they didn't know the 1994 team. And so to see that group of players go out in the group phase would have been really, really just a missed opportunity for American soccer. From here, everything to me is a free roll, right? They've kind of done their job to this point. I know for a lot of Americans, a round of 16 in an international tournament doesn't sound like a success. But it is because the reality is once you get out of the group, you are playing world powers. The U.S. is going to play Netherlands, which, as I said before, isn't what they used to be, but still has some of the best players in the world on their team. And a lot of those guys, even the guys who aren't the best players in the world, are playing in the best leagues in the world. And they have bigger roles than the American guys who are playing in those same leagues. But let's think about it this way, right? Let's just think about it from like a TV rating standpoint. The, The biggest games right now, you know, you're getting 15, 20 million. If the U.S. does beat Netherlands, there's a very good chance, depending on what happens tonight, that that quarterfinal matchup would be against Lionel Messi and Argentina in what everybody is saying is Lionel Messi's last World Cup. Can you imagine the rating that that would get in the United States? I mean, I'm thinking 25, maybe 30 million people watching, which would shatter all records, not just for the U.S. men's national team, for the women's national team, because they've had some big World Cup ratings as well. And when you talk about penetration, what it means for the sport in the future, that's what you're talking about. The diehard soccer fans, they're here. They exist. But there's probably 5 million of them. It's getting that casual sports fan to buy in. It's getting that next 20 million who love the NFL, NBA, et cetera, to buy in. And those big numbers only come with big games in the World Cup. We saw it against England. We saw a big number on Black Friday. It peaked at around 20 million. I think it was 19.6 on Fox. But if we get a quarterfinal matchup, USA-Argentina, and even Netherlands-United States, which is on Saturday morning, it's not prime time, but at least it's on a weekend, um, we get big, big numbers that I think allow the sport to grow in kind of that exponential way that you're really only afforded every four years in a World Cup because that's when you get the casuals. Sebastian, we've got some live action now for those who want a little morning sweat. We've got Tunisia and France, and it looks like France is playing their second team right now, and also Australia, Denmark, 
And then later we've got Poland and Argentina. Any plays, whether it's live or that Poland-Argentina match later today that you like? Any angles there? Yeah, I'm looking at the at the games that are that are coming up, right? Argentina, Poland, uh, everybody knows about Lionel Messi. I really like the value at him for first score. Of course, any time score for Messi is a smart bet, plus 110. But first score for a little bit better payout at plus 300. Uh, why do I say first goal? One, he scored the first goal in both Argentina games already. Second, he is Argentina's penalty taker. Poland conceded a penalty against Saudi Arabia. It didn't go in. Their goalie made a save, but they conceded one. And they should have conceded one against Mexico, in my opinion, poor refereeing. The other reality is that this is a must-win game for Argentina. When I say must-win, not just to guarantee themselves getting out of the group, but it's a must-win for pride back home. Our set here is right next to the ESPN Argentina set. They're saying if this team goes out in Messi's last World Cup, it's going to be one of the biggest sporting failures in Argentina's history. So whenever that's the case, whenever it comes down to Messi having to step up, I'm sure you guys are all familiar with Avengers, the Thanos meme, fine, I'll do it myself. That's Messi <laughs> in these situations. And I think Argentina's team here against Poland, Messi will know that it's going to depend on him. So I really see a good value in him as the, as the first goal scorer plus 300. Another goal scorer that I see a, a potential for is Lautaro Martinez. Uh, he's been very dangerous and very close. He's had a couple goals disallowed for questionable offside calls. He's at plus 190 as an anytime score. So I like those two guys and a win for Argentina. I don't think you get much value on the win for Argentina in the game. So I'm looking right there for, for scores. Later tonight, Mexico, Saudi Arabia. Um, Mexico somehow is a huge favorite in this game. I'm seeing Saudi Arabia at plus 400 to win. I guess the odds makers have no Mexicans in the room, are not following this Mexican team, have not studied Mexico at all. They're, they're basing it entirely off of history here. Um, and I think Saudi Arabia is an incredible value there. If you don't want to take that much of a risk, Saudi Arabia or the draw is paying out at plus 135. I think there could also be some goals in this one. Um, Saudi Arabia is a team that is prone to mistakes. They play at a very high intensity. And they also need a win. Uh, in this game to assure passage to the next round. A draw might do it, but there's no guarantee. Mexico comes into this desperate. They have been playing poorly. They've been unable to score, but there's already been a signal from the coach that he's going to make some more aggressive lineup changes. He played totally to defend, not to attack against Argentina, and got hammered for it, so I think he'll adjust there. Mexico not only has to win here, but win by multiple goals. So imagine a team that's desperate, kind of throwing caution to the win, and I think there could be some, some good value in the over two and a half, uh, maybe even over three and a half there between Mexico and Saudi Arabia later tonight. Great stuff, Sebastian. We appreciate you hopping on and, and working with us to, uh, to make all the technology work and, and get you up with us so we can hear you. Appreciate it. We'll catch you up soon. Sebastian Salazar, of course, the host of Football America's ESPN Plus every day during the World Cup for Eastern. They will be on live right after USA's game on Saturday against the Netherlands. That was Sebastian on the Get My Phoenix.com guest line. The Phoenix, a revolutionary technology, helping men all across America get back to their best in the bedroom. Visit GetMyPhoenix.com to learn more. On the other side, we'll talk American football, NFL, Ben Brown, pro football focus on week 13. That's next on the Becky Wall Network.